like I said, I was very independent. I didn't want to depend on a man for anything. The first few years of our relationship, which is why I wasted five years, mm. we had that power struggle because I'm very independent. And I'm fiercely like protective of who I am, and I didn't want anyone to control me or mm. think I'm going to just now become. And I had this idea that a housewife was so demeaning, yeah. which is now not what I think at all. Like, mm. like you know. I had so many misconceptions. I thought the relationship was just about being monogamous and that was it. But now I realize it, it's, it could really like expand you even bigger and more powerful than you ever imagined. Same thing with the woman role. I thought housewife was like so demeaning. And now I realize, no, people just don't understand what that means. A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word being fabulous, having freedom, and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F word. Welcome to the show. On this week's episode of Soul Rich Woman TV, we have Elena Cardone with us. Now, she has shared really powerful nuggets of her wisdom over the years as she transited from being an actress all the way to being the woman of influence, trailblazing next to Grant Cardone, uh, not only in their business, but also having a very powerful relationship. So I want you to stay tuned and we're definitely going to look forward to what she has for you on this episode. Today, in Marina Bay Sands, here in Singapore, we have a really special guest with us, all the way from Miami, her name is Elena Cardone. Elena, would like to introduce yourself? Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Um, yeah, I'm from I'm from Miami. I've been all over, um, and I'm I'm. This is my first time in Singapore, so it was. It's really an honor to meet you here today. And you just launched your book recently. Mm -hmm. Would you like to share with us a little bit more about your book? Yes, I wrote a book called Build an Empire: How to Have It All. The book was really designed to fast track any person who wants to have a lot of success in their life, not only financial but also with um, spiritually or um, emotionally. I just, I believe that we can have it all. It is a myth that, um, scarcity is a myth. And I wanted to get people to think big enough, fast enough and cut out all the years that it took me to figure out how to get to where I am now and put it in this book to help somebody as a guide to just get them there a lot faster than it took me. Yeah. And I love that. In fact, it looks like you are the trailblazing woman of influence. You grew from where you were before and then you hit it and then you keep moving mm -hmm. and then pushing it through today. What were some of your biggest struggles during the times when you were growing up mm -hmm. and then going to the journey? Well, I grew up, I was born in Madrid, Spain. As an American citizen on Spanish soil, I moved to the States when I was one. Um, I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I was kind of a tomboy. I was never bullied. I was 
tough, you know, <laughs> and um, I never did any bullying. <laughs> um, and so I lived pretty, I, I pretty much had an idyllic childhood until the age of 13 when my father knocked on my bedroom door at about four o'clock in the morning and said, Elena, Goldie's house is on fire. Goldie was my very best friend who lived across the street. And I was still groggy and whatnot. And then he said, and Goldie and her mom are still in the house. And when I heard those words, Goldie and her mom are still in the house, I jetted out of bed and I ran across the street and, um, you know, we were there before the fire department. I'm trying to, we're trying to do buckets of water and hoses and long story short, um, her and her mother did not survive that incident. And so at 14 years old, um, not having anything so traumatic occur in my life. I just wasn't skilled enough at that age to, to deal with something like that. Mm -hmm. And my father had fought in world war two and he was, um, a military person. And, and my mom, we're just very conservative family. So it wasn't like there was any time to really cope. It was life must go on. You know, so the very next day, I stayed home from school that day, and the very next day, I was expected to go to school, and I did go to school, but it was traumatizing, because there was so much pain involved, and so that was the real challenge, was getting through the age of 14 to 17, having to confront this burned-out house across the street, and so much anguish going on inside of me, and America's not like Singapore, drugs and alcohol Mm. are especially in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is known as being a party town. So I had all of that um, accessible to me. So I kind of dove into the drug and alcohol world for a few years. And I feel like that was kind of a setback. So at 17, I decided I've got to get out of here. I'm going to Los Angeles. Uh, I'm going to make, I'm going to do something. I'm going to become an actress. Mm. So I went there to become a model and an actress. I was somewhat successful. I did a two and a half month contract in Tokyo. I worked two weeks in Taipei. I modeled there. And then I was on acting shows and commercials and I kind of had an up and down career until I met Grant. And then when I met Grant, um, the first five years of our marriage, I was still doing this women's independent thing. Like we were married and I thought a marriage was about monogamy. I didn't realize I mean, it is about that, (laughs) but I thought it was only about that. I didn't realize that if you actually partner up with someone, it's what you said, it's strength in numbers. And, but once in 2008, when the economic uh, collapse occurred, that's when I decided to trade in my acting career, which I was terrified to do at the time because it's what I depended on for my survival since I moved to Los Angeles by myself at 17. So now I'm 30 when I got married. So 17 to 30, I'm Miss Independent, taking care of myself. I don't need a man for anything. Don't you tell me nothing about nothing about nothing about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I got to be in control. Mm-hmm. And then Grant comes along. At 30, I marry him. At uh, four or so years later, the economy collapses. I say, I'm trading this in. I had to deal with confronting my parents, saying I'm giving up my acting career. I'm going to go support my husband. Well, what does that even look like, support your husband? How do you support your husband? He's the breadwinner, Mm. you know? But I traded in to trade up because I had this vision about this empire, Mm. which I know sounded psychotic at the time because we were under a lawsuit. We, our business, our entire business as we knew it was devastated. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't even exist anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And so, but I knew that he had the entrepreneurial skills. He was further down the field than I was. So I back, I put all of my resources behind him. What do you need? How can we get our, create our way out of this? How are we going to design our lives to never have anything happen to us financially again to where we decide what our empire looks like? And we're going to dictate how we live, not have to depend on other people. Of course, we depend on other people. We have clients and people we have to cater to. But we're not going to wait from the blessing from the higher ups to say, yes, you can have this and yes, you can have that with our life. We wanted to take that power in our own hands. So I had this idea about this empire of like, okay, if he is the king and I am the queen and this is our empire, what do I want it to look like? Who do I want to surround ourselves with? Do we hang out with the people doing the drugs and the alcohol? And if we do, what does that make our empire look like? So we really cleaned up our lives and who we were around. And I really went like you did at 14, really all in on work, 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 work. We did not do the dinners. I was not buying fancy clothes or any name brand. It was, it was minimalistic until we were on our own feet and could take care of ourselves again and had these viable businesses. Once those became successful, then it was like we could branch back out and go back into helping others. Now we're at a point where we've created so much success in our life financially we do have financial freedom, not just financial independence at this point. So now I feel like it is my duty being this little girl from New Orleans who was never supposed to make it this far. I have some ideas and some tips that are just little tiny tweaks how to work with a partner, a business partner, a lover, a husband, a wife, whatever, a little, a few little adjustments to get you both operating at the same page so that you can really utilize each other's horsepower to push yourself instead of without even realizing it, working against each other, Mm -hmm. which, you know, you might go like this or you might just go straight down, you know, but if you actually know how to work together and know what each role is and what the strengths and the weaknesses are and how can y'all build together and really push yourself up and just eliminate a few maybe incorrect pieces of datum, because if they say knowledge is power, well, what is bad knowledge then? Hmm. So if you get rid of a few bad key elements or ideas and then tweak and get on the same page, it's so much easier than yep. you think. It's still going to be work. There's still going to be sacrifice. It's still going to take time, but you will be able to exponentially up the up the rocket faster. I love your energy, Elena. In fact, I see so much, you know, you're overcoming and, you know, get go-getter. But a lot of the women are holding back. A lot of them are thinking, you know, I, I have kids to feed. I have to take care of my husband. I have to be in charge of the household. I don't have time. What should I do? Mm-hmm. What would you say? Um, stop thinking so much, unless it's a broad picture of possibilities. You have to become like a samurai. You know, a samurai doesn't see... Uh, yes, you'll have challenges or barriers, but they're able to see beyond that. Start looking for the possibilities. Start looking for the opportunities. Sometimes your biggest problem can be your biggest solution, whether it's to help you out in the family or whether it could be your creative financial, something you can actually monetize over. Mm -hmm. Because if you're having that problem and you figure out how to solve it, chances are, If you solve that for other people, you can scale that business out. You might just have a business in your hand. So I would say to them, like, 
if you need to have help, if you need to hire somebody while you figure this out, don't feel like you have to be superhero and do everything yourself. At some point, maybe have your friend help you until you can afford to pay someone to help you. But you've got to just go out and do do something. Do right? something. Take action. Stop thinking and do. And you can do even if your knees are trembling because you're terrified. You can still do even if you think it's not going to work and you feel ridiculous. Mm. I feel ridiculous every single day since the day I started Muay Thai a year ago. Every single day. I walk into the gym. I'm with trained professionals mm -hmm. and I feel ridiculous. I feel like I look heinous. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and I do it anyway. And every day I get a little bit better. And every day I feel completely stupid. They're looking at me. <laughs> They're thinking there's no hope for this girl. Mm -hmm. She has. She does not have a clue what she's doing. And every day I'm like, put the head you're on today I'm willing to try sparring today you're actually gonna punch me in the face I'm yeah, gonna be okay with definitely. that definitely you are basically taking it into your stride and yes. just go for it yes my point is it doesn't matter what you think most mm. people can't they don't know what you're thinking do it anyway just take an action any action even if it's the wrong action yep I love that earlier on you mentioned in your story you talk about how you gave up your entire uh, modeling, acting career, mm -hmm. and to go support your husband. Yes. Tell us, I'm so curious about this part, because a lot of the women find, you know, in this, we call power struggle. There's mm -hmm, always mm -hmm, this power mm -hmm. struggle yes. happening, and they don't see, like, a balance. It's more like, okay, you're dominant and, and you're submissive. That's not the case, right? Right. right. So how do you first take on that not say challenge, but I would say take on that um, mindset mm -hmm, to move mm -hmm. into that behind the scenes or kind of a partnership role with Grant. And then how did you eventually became that beast in your own way? Mm -hmm. You know, doing, I, I read in your bio, you know, your PR, you're doing all the household and you're doing so many things for the business as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So tell us more a little bit about that. Well, we, but like I said, I was very independent. I didn't want to depend on a man for anything. The first few years of our relationship, which is why I wasted five years, mm. we had that power struggle because I'm very independent. I'm fiercely like protective of who I am. And I didn't want anyone to control me or mm. think I'm going to just now become. And I had this idea that a housewife was so demeaning, yeah. which is now not what I think at all. Like, mm. you know, I had so many misconceptions. I thought the relationship was just about being monogamous and that was it. But now I realize it, it's, it could really like expand you even bigger and more powerful than you ever imagined. Same thing with the woman role. I thought housewife was like so demeaning. And now I realize, no, people just don't understand what that means. So tell us okay. what that means. So what that means is you... When you figure out who does what in the relationship, and I don't care who does what, I don't care if it's male or female, it's who has what strengths. Grant brought to the table this business strength of his. I, I'm an actress. I was an artist. I don't know anything about finances. I don't know anything about business. For me to try to battle with him in that area, just because I have to be high and powerful and almighty, is ridiculous, you know? And it just so happened once we had kids, I just innately am a good mother. I understand motherhood. He's a horrible mother, by the way. 
<laughs> he's an incredible father, like great father, teaches the kids to be bold and wonderful, but a horrible mother. When I realized this, I could have him in my life, like without trying to kill him, mm. because he'll take the kid to the grocery store in 30 degree weather wearing uh, nothing but little tiny shorts and a tank top. While he buries himself up like horrible mother, like okay. common sense as a mother, he has none. none. Okay. But when we figured out our roles in the relationship, mm-hmm. first of all, even before we do that, when you know where you want to go as mm. a as a couple, mm. what are your goals as a couple? Not just me and not just him, but what are your goals as a couple? Do you want to be a model couple that inspires others? Mm. What do you want your relationship to look like? Mm. Are you the couple that everyone feels uncomfortable to be around because y'all are fighting all the time? Is that what you want? What is your brand as a couple? We Do we, you wow. want to have financial freedom? Do you want to be able to travel the world on your own plane and take the kids and home school them and let them learn the language of the world, the cultures of the world. What is it that you want? If that's what you want, then break it down from there. What do we need? We have to have this finances in order. We have to make these sacrifices. That took years. Then that requires a lot of communication. It requires communication. It requires same page. It requires, Mm. if you want something that big, which I believe you should go for, that's what an empire is all about. Mm. You know, if you want something that big, you can no longer afford to fight over the little stuff. You'll Mm. never get there. You have to get completely on the same page, know your roles. I run everything in the business. I mean, sorry, I run everything in the household to every decision that the kids do, every decision. He might have, uh, he might consult me and we can talk about it, but in the end, it's my decision and he has to back me on that and he does back me and support me on that. But not everyone or all men in the family is like Grant, right? So how did you actually get him to listen? Well, uh, yeah, because as a woman, uh, we, 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 we sometimes, you know, when, when the guys come home, they are so naggy or they, oh. they, they shout about their work and they right. say, no, I'm so tired, right. you know, and, and, and that's it, right? And, and we women, we're at home, we're like frustrated with the household, the kids are running all around, the house is messy. And how do you cope with it? You cope with it by going, look, this is the big picture. This is what I want. I understand that Grant is the beast at the business. Mm. And sometimes that's hard for him to cut off. And I understand that that is a sacrifice that I have to pay. Mm -hmm. That when he comes in the door and he's all gripey and irritable, that I'm taking one for the team Mm -hmm. in those moments. I know who he is as a man. I know he loves and protects women and children. He loves me. He treats me with respect. So if he's in a bad mood and I have to like be complain to or whatnot, you know, usually I just try to get him a meal and get out of the way or, you know, just try to like give him his space to kind of shut out what just occurred at the office life. But I need him to be a beast and an animal. And I can't expect him to just do that all the time and then shut it off and be romantic lover at home. I I wish that were the case. I would love that. I'm a woman. Who doesn't want that? But it's not reality. Mm -hmm. I don't live in a fairy tale. So these are sacrifices. You have to stop thinking about what you think everything is supposed to look like and learn how to deal and cope and, and come up with your own solutions. Like, how do I deal? When he comes home with this, how do I prepare myself to A, where I don't take it personally? How can I, like, I've learned that protein 
clean and a little bit of food goes a long way with him, you know? <laughs> but what is it that you have to look at? And that's my role. I want to make the home environment very comfortable. I want him to be able to relax really easily. Mm. So I try, you know, I, ha I hire a housekeeper mm. to keep the house clean because I don't have time to do it anymore. Mm. And we're at the place now where we've expanded in our empire. But am I willing to clean the house? Absolutely. Am I willing to clean a toilet? Absolutely. Nothing is beneath or below me or whatever. I do whatever it takes for us to achieve our goals together. You're willing to listen to him. You're willing to understand his needs before yours so that when you put everything together, it's on the right point. Right. Wow. And it's not, it's not always that I put his needs before my needs because I think it's important that I'm fulfilled as well. That's right. You know, so, but us as a couple is more important than me as an individual. But I need to fulfill myself as an individual mm. so that I can give 100% to the couple. So all of my activities that I do that fulfill me, my Muay Thai, my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know, the, 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 the women empowerment stuff that I do, mm -hmm. the philanthropy work that I do, all of those things feed me to mm. step up and to be strong enough to do this, mm. to be confident enough to do this, because this is hard. Mm. I hate to be the one. I hate when people say, oh, because I don't want relationships to look like, oh, it's so hard. hard look, yeah. But the facts are. If you're going to go for gold in life, if you're going to go for that Olympic gold medal, you're not going to find one athlete that has a gold medal that didn't have blood, sweat, and tears and didn't say it wasn't hard work. Mm. And why would it be any different in a relationship? We don't live in this fairy tale world. Just get rid of that idea. <laughs> I love that. I love rainbows mm -hmm. and unicorns just like everybody else, but I don't live in a fairy tale. Yeah, I, I love exactly what you said, and that's what I've been sharing with the women in our community because a lot of them are still waiting for that prince charming no. mm -hmm. or the white, beautiful There's horse. moments. There's <laughs> moments of that, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but it's not... It's the reality, it's right? It's the reality. We have to do and be independent of who we are and what we are and be fulfilled as a woman before we can do more in the partnership right. in terms of the either in a relationship or in business, right? So I'm also very curious about you. When you were going through all these changes, were you ready to be a mother? No. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, you know, I never thought I was ever going to get married or have children. Mm. Because you said you were misindependent, right? <clears throat> yes. And a lot of us uh, are very independent. So how do you, like, you know, tweak that? I in made your the mindset? switch. Yeah, you made a switch. Well, I knew always that one day, like so far in the future, maybe I would want kids. But then when I got married, Grant and I wrote a list. We actually wrote a list. I wrote everything that I wanted and needed in a man in a relationship if I were going to get married. And he wrote the same thing from his list. And then we shared list. And his list was, I want to be married and I want to have kids. And then there was other things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh-huh, okay, married? Okay, yeah, I can do that. And then I was like, kids, I can do that, but I need to be married for two years first. Oh. Can you wait for that? Because I need to have two years as us as a foundation. And he was like, yes, I can do that. So we knew exactly what we were going for and mm. we were working. It wasn't like we just blindly got married only to discover like maybe one of us didn't want to have kids and then that yeah. could be a problem. And, mm -hmm. you know, so we really wow. figured it out 
And sat down and exchanged a list. Yeah, and then after we were married and I had the two years, I, I renegotiated. I, re I had the two years, I renegotiated for a third year. <laughs> and then and then I was ready. Then I had a moment where something happened and I was ready. All of a sudden I was like, I am ready to have kids. I feel mature enough. I feel ready for wow. kids. And then it took almost two years. To have a kid. Yeah. Wow. And it was so natural. I had five years. I gave two natural births at my home, no drugs, nothing. Really? I delivered two babies at home. Natural. So powerful. Very powerful. I feel so strong as a woman because of that experience that I didn't have to depend on any drug other than my own endorphins. And I had that communication with each child as we went through that experience together. And of course, I'm healthy oh. enough and was healthy enough to have to a home that, birth. Yeah. And I did have a doctor there if there were, in case there was a problem. The hospital was only a mile or two away. Mm -hmm. So it was very safe conditions. But, um, but yeah, I'm really, really proud that I experienced that in the way that I did. It was a beautiful experience. I can see that on it your face. It was so beautiful you, in wow. my own home and surrounded by my friends and no one took my baby away. They, she just literally came right here and, uh, you know, it was just so beautiful. So there was a bonding It was moment. a bond. We just loved each other. It was so magical and so it was so spiritual. And now that you have become the woman that you have become, mm -hmm. you know, you're with kids and running the empire and... Your women empowerment movement, what is that key driving force that keeps you going every single day? And when the moment you wake up, every moment, what's on your mind? Because I want as my legacy, I want to have created empire builders around the world. I want to be able to look myself in the face at the end of my life and say, I made a difference for the better on this world, on this planet. And the little lifetime that I had, I actually made a difference. Wow. Like it drives me, it moves me. I don't want to just have a normal life. I don't want to just get by and just exist. I want to make a dent. I want to be like, hey world, here I was. I did something. I did it. And it's to show that you can help more people, right? Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I'm operating at 15% of my potential right now. It has me so frustrated because I am not doing enough. I am not being big enough. I am not, I am not doing everything that I can. And, and I get very frustrated by that. Like I have to do more. I have, that's what wakes me up every single day. I'm so far behind where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know that. I can feel that yeah. within you. It's just like the same thing for me, mm -hmm. waking up every day mm -hmm. and pushing it because mm -hmm. I want to help more women out there. Yeah. I do work, too. We should work together. We should. Yeah, Let's we do should. it. We'll Let's, figure it yeah, out. We, figure we it will. Out. This will not be the last time we meet. Yes, definitely. Okay. For you right now, when you are you're saying that you're not doing enough and you're, you're, you want to help more people. Mm -hmm. What is that What is that number or that pieces that you want to really equip women with? I want to equip women with um, the, what you said, the confidence. The um, I want women to mine their own gold. Who are they? Mm. What what are they and what who are they as not only a brand but as their contribution and not withhold that from the world like if we all lived up to our potential or tried to or fought for the greatness what would that 
how could that impact the world? We could make a difference. It wouldn't just be a fairy tale idea in my head. Like there would be real transformation if people actually delivered their gifts. And I want women to expose that and give it to the world and stop withholding and stop thinking they're not good enough and stop thinking they have nothing to contribute. It's selfish. Women are so powerful and so dynamic and, and contribute in, they're so aesthetic. Just imagine if the world operated on that aesthetic wavelength, you know, how, what a difference just that could make. It will make a hundred percent difference. Yes. And we will be much more powerful than where we are than now. You right. Know? Yeah. And imagine the, the children, like women who could, uh, rear children to be that from the beginning. So confidence, you know, healthy, happy, trying to make a difference, fitting in in society, not not fit in traditionally like, oh, yeah. I have to do this, no. but fit in like as a as a real contributor to make a difference for the better. Like, mm. imagine that. Within your <laughs> your area of expertise, what do you think? What do you think is the one skill that every woman must have? In my area of expertise, every woman should have the skill of becoming an asset to themselves. They need to study. They need to study, learn, observe life. Um, and then within that, have a palette that they can move like mercury. You know, mercury in a thermometer, you, it can't be held. Move. I, I, you can think analytically how to respond to whatever situation. It's not like you're just one way. And if something comes at you, you just respond in that one way. Mm. No, a woman should have the ability and that skill to be whatever, do whatever, play every, to be wow. whatever she, within her color palette, to optimize the situation, to make it the outcome she wants and not in a reactive way. Yeah. but in a very artful and skillful way to where it looks like she just has this magical life that she's created, but it's all actually been beautifully orchestrated because of her intelligence, because of her skill, because of her education and her confidence and everything that she's developed within because she's invested that time and energy in herself. Mm. It's basically <clears throat> investing in herself then. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of women, I hope that when you're watching this, I hope that you're inspired to invest in yourself as well. What is the one last message do you have for my audience today, our community, Soul Rich Woman? Uh, that America loves you. We welcome you. <laughs> um, you know, just be a friend to yourself. It took me many, many, many years to actually become a friend to myself. Um, <clears throat> but if you're a good friend, a really good friend to like, let's say your best friend or your sister, and what are those attributes that you do for your friend and do them to yourself and be kind to yourself, you know, and, and, and don't have that. When you recognize that inner voice telling you that was stupid, you're, you're so, why did you do that? And, oh, you messed up there. And, oh, you were this or that. Or how come you can't be perfect? Or, oh, I don't look good there. And so-and-so looks better. And I'm not skinny enough. And all the stuff that we do to ourselves, mm -hmm. just at, the, at that moment, just be a friend to yourself and go, okay, okay. Whew. Wow, that was really, really a powerful message. So for you who is watching this right now or listening to our podcast, remember, be a friend to yourself. Elena, where can we buy your book? 
Oh, well, you can go to elenacardone.com and put forward slash empire. And I'm giving the book away. Mm -hmm. It's just shipping. So the book is free. You can also download the audio version wow. as well. Mm -hmm. So if you go to elenacardone.com forward slash empire, mm -hmm. you can get the book or the audio program. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it five stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding this Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.